Welcome to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, your host, Dawn Owen. I'm a wife, a mom, and an entrepreneur, a speaker, a zero BS coach, and a lover of the high vibe life. I help business leaders like you create huge breakthroughs in their life and business so that you can achieve the freedom and impact you want and deserve. In this podcast, you will hear me talk all about mindset, money, and magic. The power trio that I know will get you where you want to go fast. This is the High Vibe Tribe podcast. to and introduce my guest for today. So she is the youngest ever CEO of the Black Country Chamber of Commerce. She's passionate about helping SMEs grow and prosper and giving back to the community that has served her so well in terms of education and career to date. I know she's also a very dedicated doggy mama too. It's Sarah Morehouse. Welcome Sarah. Lovely thank you Dawn, very kind of you to have me. You're welcome. So my first question is always, how high is your vibe right now on a scale of one to ten? Well, my vibe, I want to say about an eight, which I think is quite positive, isn't it? Yeah, I'm an eight. Positive, yeah. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm very, I'm riding the wave as it is at the minute. I'm, I'm what, four or five months into this role. Yeah. So it's had its interests, it's had its challenges, it's had its kind of like, yeah, just... The weird and wonderful world of starting a new job. So, uh, so, well, so tell us about that, because I know you've got quite a varied and interesting background. So give us kind of a potted history and then tell us how you got to get that role that you've got right now. Oh, well, fabulous. Where do I start? OK, <laughs> then. so in essence, always had a passion for business, always, whether it's small, large, whatever. I was just always really intrigued by the intricacies of how people kind of just make things work and make money and and, and have fun while they do it as well. So must admit, my interest had always kind of been business. But then I do have a very creative side in terms of I, I like writing, I like my marketing, I like my PR. So I, I did a bit of a combination, really, when it kind of came to my studies, thinking, well, if I have my foot in both camps, as it were, <laughs> I yeah. can uh, hopefully use one set of skills, if not both set of skills in the future. So, yes, yeah, so I kind of started off really just loving, loving business and loving the creativity and the side of things. And actually, I kind of, I went to university and uh, specialism was kind of like media, PR and marketing. But I knew I wanted to do something with sport to kind of kickstart things off. Just because, again, I think you do have to have a bit of passion, don't you, in terms of what you do and and especially kind of coming out of university. And I wanted to like really immerse myself into the world of work. And I thought, how am I going to do that? So recently graduated and didn't want to be one of those statistics. Uh-huh. I do love a good stat and I didn't want to be one of those stats. <laughs> When you know, it's kind of like, oh, you know, she left university and then went to go do X, Y, Z, which was totally out of her field, totally out of her interest, totally out of whatnot. So I just thought, well, what shall I do? Oh, I know, I'll wander off into the Wolverhampton Wanderers Football Club because oh, okay. it's had a huge presence in my life. I should kind of say, and you kind of said it to start off with that, I, I born and bred Black Country. Yes, you know? come on, the Black Country girls. Indeed. Yes. And I really wanted to kind of give back 
to to the area that's kind of really helped to me. And I thought, well, what's best? One, I can give back, but also I can have a fantastic, I don't know, person or organisation on my CV. So, yeah, so I wandered into the uh, walls reception, clutching the CV. <laughs> And hoping that someone would listen to me and give me give me a role. And bless her, the receptionist was absolutely adorable. She kind of looked at me with those kind of like puppy dog eyes to say, oh, good on you, girl. But <laughs> And she did. She just kind of went, oh, well, leave me your CV and I'll give it to the right people. And if, if you know you're successful, you'll hear back from them. And that's all I could have hoped for, really. So yeah. just about to hand over my CV. And there was almost like a beam of light, bless her, from the back of the room where uh, this lady just kind of went, oh, hang on a second. And this lady turned around and it was Rachel Hayhoe Flint. Oh, wow. And for those of you who know Rachel Hayhoe Flint, bless her, she was a formidable woman, not only in the sporting arena, but also in the business arena. Very close to Sir Jack Haywood at that time, because that was the Sir Jack Haywood. Um, I won't go back to the years that I went <laughs> quite a lot. But she literally had such a, a force to be reckoned with in the Wolves at that time. And she was just amazed. Her words were to me, oh, my goodness, I love the gumption that you're coming with, uh, coming today with. Gumption, now that's a word, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? It's one of my favourite words. And I'll, yeah. Yeah, I'll keep using it to this day. And she was just kind of like, I love it. I love it that you've literally just walked off the street, yeah. that you had an idea and you just kind of thought, well, you're not scared to get knocked back. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes, leave it with me. And she read my CV and we were just chatting. And she kind of went, you know what? Actually, I'm not going to go talk to anybody else. This It was a Friday. This was happening. Uh, Saturday was a match day. And she went, tell you what, just come and shadow me tomorrow for a day. You can do all the PR and all the marketing with me. I need you here at eight o'clock in the morning. You're probably going to be a late one. Yeah. Um, and you can just do everything with me. And I literally shadowed her the following day. I learned the ins and the outs of what she did in terms of the press and the PR and the comms. And that she did with the whole team and, and the wider team behind the scenes. Got to the end of the day, and I'm not going to lie, it was the hardest day's work I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth it. Um, and yeah, at the end of the day, she just kind of said, just like, you know, her thanks yeah. that she's been really impressed by me and that she'd have a word with the marketing director on Monday just to say, look, if there is anything coming up in the future, uh-huh. give this lady a ring. So I just thought, you know what, I took it for what it was. It was a really yeah. good day. I've got some good experience, could whack it on my CV regardless uh-huh. and use it somewhere else. But true to her word, half nine on the Monday morning, had a phone call from her saying, just to let you know, you'll be receiving a phone call from marketing director about 10-ish. Hope you're free. He wants to offer you a job. Oh, my goodness. That's an amazing story. And that was it. And the rest is, as I say, is history. I started a week later. I went in for an interview, obviously. Did everything above board, you know. Yeah. Uh, went in for an interview, give my references and whatnot. Yeah, and I started the following Monday. And Oh, my God. It's not kind of, it's kind of carried on that trajectory. I, I very much live by the motto, if you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah, my husband says, shy boys don't get sweeties. So. Well, oh, actually, I might pinch that one. That's quite a good one as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, and then my career's kind of moved on from that. Really. So wherever, whatever I kind of either looked like the look of or I wanted to go for, or I've just find a way either it needs, is, is it to be asked of? Or is there a way I can get in any other ways? Can I get a lot of experience to make myself look a bit more kind of like, you know, approachable or amenable? And, and yeah, so, uh, yeah, started off a little old Wolverhampton Wanderers. Wow, I love that. So I suppose nowadays we wouldn't think it when we were younger, but it, that's like networking as such, isn't it? You know, that to me is what networking is all about. I think a lot of people think of networking as networking events, but it is, you know, it's a verb, isn't it? It is like, okay, you can network your way into yeah. places and into positions that you want, definitely. 
100 percent and 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 sometimes and it's very much a skill and i don't yes. think sometimes people give it the credit about what networking is under the big Absolutely. umbrella as yes. to what a skill networking is it's having that confidence it's having that ability to be able to read social situations it's having that ability to realize when to shut up and when to interject <laughs> and when to talk yes. um and and sometimes i think you've got it in you you're just born with it and other times I think you do really have to work on it I credit myself that from a very young age I've kind of been a jack of all trades my 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 social skills came from working behind the bars and in the pubs and whatever and just chatting to people it really kind of bolstered so when I've told that story before and someone's kind of gone gosh that's quite a big thing for someone so young and kind of walking in and ask for a job but to me it just felt so normal and natural because it's kind of like this is what I need and I heard on a a podcast the other day somebody saying some big American guru I can't think who it was but it was a woman and she said I think everyone should do a year in either waitressing or bar work because it gives such a ground grounding to be able to talk to people and learn different situations and it certainly sounds like that was a a good one for you oh it's like I say black country born and bred I love the black country personality and I love the black banter and I learned a lot from the ages of like what 17 up to the ages of 19 when I work part-time or sometimes full-time to uh, to kind of get that experience I learned just how to handle very positive situations and also negative situations and Absolutely. how to kind of get yourself yeah. out of it yeah definitely 100% agree with that yeah if you can get some bartending or waitressing skills on your uh, on your CV and in your kind of like mindset you'll be the better for it definitely, definitely. What made you go for the job as the CEO at the chamber? Because you were already the president, weren't you? I was, yes. Which is not a job job. No, it's not. It's more of an ambassadorial role. That's it, yeah. So, and then, but the CEO is a job job. It is, (laughs) definitely. Yes, what, what kind of made you go for that? I know what I said in like the first opening gambit a little bit ago that I just absolutely love business mm-hmm. and kind of from starting at walls I've kind of gone through various different kind of like guises in terms of sector and region and where I've worked but it's always been at the heart of either small business mm-hmm. or SMS and the M in the SME element right and then not not the large so where I was previous to where I am today and whilst I was on the board and president of the chamber very much involved with access to finance so posting for businesses to go and get help also working with them on getting business ready it just seemed like such a natural transition to move from an organization which maybe looked at a certain element of growth yeah. which was access to finance but to actually be involved in an organization such as a chamber which yeah. can look over everything Mm. Not necessarily that we deliver everything, but we have the connections and the relationships with such a wide variety of people across the black country and beyond, because, you know, those borders don't keep us away from going outside the black country, that I could be part of something that could offer business owners what they need, what they want, and to watch them grow and prosper. I thought, what an opportunity to have an involvement in that. Fabulous. And so you're what four or five months in? Yeah. 
I'm loath to ask this question. Well, what's a typical day look like? Or maybe it should be a typical week might cover a bit more. What kind of things do you get up to? Oh, well, at the moment, and I think it's going to change again. I think it's going to be very fluid. In the next six months, I'll probably tell you a whole different kind of week. But at the moment, it's still very much learning the ins and outs, educating myself, but also scrutinising as to how the business kind of currently runs, uh, how I want it to potentially change. So it's understanding the basis, because you are right in the fact that, yes, I might have been president and I may have been a board member, but what you know from being involved in the business is so much different to what you'll get given as a NED um, and that ambassadorial role. So there is an element of still learning, Mm -hmm. but there is also an element of, and which is, the element that I truly, truly like is actually going out to see the businesses. So mm. actually going to see our members quite regularly at the moment, mm. trying to understand what makes them tick, what we could do to change our offering, mm-hmm. what will make us still relevant for them in 10 months, 10 years, you know, whatever, in order to still be a member. So, yeah, a current week at the moment is literally going out, getting right into the heart piece and uh, in terms of talking to our members on what we're delivering, getting to know the team. Mm, of course. Um, so how many people work there? 20. Okay, because it, it's interesting. I wrote down there, and I think people might forget this, is that, you know, the Chamber of Commerce, all Chamber of Commerce, they are membership organisations, but they are also a business. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, because you said that about how business runs. And I think people forget that, you know, it is a business. And so you've almost got a foot in each camp because you're head of that business mm-hmm. and then head of a member organisation as well. Totally. And and you are right. I do think and people do forget it. And yes. like when, when I've asked, been asked, oh, what, you know, what are the first things are you going to change? And it's kind of like, well, actually, I don't want to change anything too quickly because I need yes. to understand it because we're a, we're a small business. Yes. And yes, I want to look at things a little bit more commercially. There might things have been looked at before. Yes. I might want to bring a different element in. But fundamentally, yeah, it's not just kind of coming in going, oh, this is great. And isn't it lovely when we do all these fantastic things? It's literally peeling back all the layers of the onion to yes. figure out what this business is here to do and how we're doing it as a mechanism. So, yeah, so at the minute, like I say, going out to see members is just the highlight of my week when I do go out and do it. Also going out and speaking to our partners and our stakeholders and trying to explain to them how I want to work with them and very much want to engage with them and bring them along with me on my journey. So you might like to work a certain way, but actually I'd like to work this way. So there's only way we can do things differently. And one big word that always kind of comes out when I am going out, whether it be the four local authorities that are in the area or whether it be kind of like our partners, is that I'm a huge collaborator. Yeah. And it's how do we continue on with the journey, with the past relationship that you've had with the chamber and me kind of coming in and either carrying on with how it works because that's how you like it to, or maybe shifting, changing dynamics and direction as to what we want to do and... And some of the feedback I've got actually has been quite refreshing. That I haven't kind of gone in there and just expected the world to be handed to me because yes. I'm the chief exec of the Black Country Chamber. Of course, it's gone to one of us. Actually, I've kind of gone in, kind of go. Actually, wouldn't it be lovely if we could think about this? And yes. no hard sell, but what about if we did this? And yeah, the comments I've had back is it was quite nice just to have a conversation. Yeah, getting to know someone, and again, it kind of comes back to that networking piece. Yes, we've all got an ask. Yes, we've all got a need. Yes, you know, I need money or I need sponsorship or whatever. But actually how you ask for it is so much 
yeah it's just it's it's, it's again like I say it's, it's a skill and it's making those relationships and being a collaborator rather than banging on your little drum saying I want this from you it doesn't yeah and I've written that down it, it is back to networking relationships collaboration you know I think if you put that at the heart of everything mm-hmm. I read a great book once in fact I read it twice called called who not how I'm just looking at it there and it's all about when people want to do something the question normally to themselves or the team is how am I going to do that yeah Uh, this book talks about no you go for your who first and then the rest is easy because if you find the right who or who's and then they find their who's it's so much easier exactly and the thing is in the black country there's a load of who's yeah. who want to do the same thing as yeah. what I want to do and it's probably what you want to do and yeah. what other black country folk want to do yeah. we want to make the region well it's already brilliant but we want to make it even more brilliant and we want it to be Boston bad don't we we do want it to be Boston exactly so I've already connected with so many people who are just kind of like whatever you need let yeah. me know because I, I I love the enthusiasm, I love the energy, and I get exactly the same off the people who I've already kind of dealt with. So you are right, it's the who's. And what I found is that, like I say, we've got who's in abundance in the black country. And I've just got to get in front of them because there's, there's loads more than I've been able to get in front of in the past yeah. kind of four or five months. But the passion that people have for this region, it's unparalleled. Yeah, um, I agree. I mean, I'm a black country girl. I, I live out of the region region now. My dad still lives there. You know, we had a, a family business yeah. region for ages. And it, and it is, and I'm sure there are other regions like it, but it is oh, sure. not, like very, very passionate about where we come from. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so for me, like I say, for the, the first, well, these first few months and, and the weeks, but like I say, a typical week is going out speaking to our memberships, uh, members even, sorry, going out and speaking to our stakeholders, going out speaking to our partners, getting to know the team, and mm-hmm. also then thinking of all the exciting things that can happen in the future. Yeah, and it is baby steps because, like anyone, and if anybody who listens to this knows me, they know I like to just go, th- like that word gumption, I've yeah. got it. I've got it in me and I just want to go and go and go. And sometimes I need to pull myself back in thinking, I can't take over the world in a week, Sarah. You can't. And, you know, you have that thing of like burnout as well because you can, you know, burn really brightly, which brings me on lovely to, so how do you like look after yourself? Now, I know you love the high vibe life. I know you love your holidays. I know you love eating out, your fears and all of that stuff. So yeah, how do you kind of, what's your self-care if you like? My self-care is, you mentioned my little pup beforehand. Yes. So my self-care is actually taking out my dog and mm. just going for those walks. Now, she won't let me forget a walk. <laughs> so I've got no choice. But at least two, three hours a day, I need to take her out. And that is where I really just focus me on walking, me on breathing, me on yeah. thinking. Yeah. Also, whilst exercising the dog and having random chats with the dog as I'm walking down the street, which I'm sure <laughs> people are really wary of me in the local area, but <laughs> keeps them away sometimes. Uh, but it's just, yeah, I just find that walking, and especially I don't listen to music, I don't listen to anything like that. I literally just listen to my surroundings, just breathe yeah. it in yeah. and think. Um, and that's always how I start my day and finish my day walking, walking the dog just to kind of chill out. Mm. on different sides of that you are right I absolutely adore my holidays mm-hmm. and but I also just look forward to just sitting and eating good food sometimes good wine yes of course. maybe the odd cocktail <laughs> just 
So again, you just really need to switch off, don't you? Because as a leader or as an owner or whatever of an an SME, Mm -hmm. there is so much constantly going on in the brain that if you don't switch off, you are right. You can go down and I could imagine you could go down quite easily into a bit of a a negative spiral because you just don't give yourself the time to switch off. Yeah, 100%. I can quite happily. I mean, I'm, I'm probably very well known to take the dog for a very vigorous brisk walk make her tired and then end up in the pub she's a good pub dog That's a good pub dog yeah you know what when I got a dog I've never had a dog I think when I had got there we've got a cockapoo so she doesn't need a long walk but we do take her quite long walks but then we've got the pub in the village and yeah. it's dog friendly so it's like well we have to walk past the pub we might as well village life that's what I say oh no it is but then again it ties it in with something which I love doing which is talking talking <laughs> So I'll wander in and my little bless her, my my dog is um, a little celebrity in the area that I live. So soon, and people say hello to the dog before they say hello to me when I walk in the pub, which I quite like and already have a treat in the pocket for her, which is lovely. But I know as soon as I kind of walk in there that even if I've had the worst day and I've got a really dark storm cloud that's been hanging over me, whether it be for 48 hours or a week or two hours or whatever it might be, that as soon as I walk in that pub, there is just such an opportunity just to switch off from it all and talk about silly things and talk about what you know what the dog has done today or how the pub's doing or what's on the telly it's it's just such a good way to yeah switch off the brain and just engage with people again because that's one of my favorite things just talking sometimes absolute rubbish but is it's so good for the soul (laughs) I, i agree fresh air is massive and I never thought I'd be a person who say said that to be honest you know I'm like, the outdoors and no thanks but now you know if I don't go to the park for a day you know with Ruby I really 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 feel it you so, do really feel it absolutely. don't you no no yeah. I'm the same there's been a couple of times because obviously sometimes it's been a little bit busier at work mm. so where I've had to put like the dog in like a, a daycare oh yeah um, and because she's been out since I don't know eight o'clock in the morning doesn't come back until six o'clock at night she actually doesn't need that evening yeah. walk yeah. And when I haven't taken myself out for a walk, I really do feel it come nine, ten o'clock. I kind of get a little bit restless. Yeah. I do about 50 mile a week walking uh-huh. and my feet know about it. But yeah, I think when I don't that's do quietness it, as well, isn't it? It's kind yeah. of like you know, whether you know you listen to like I listen to podcasts, I'm always then voice noting myself because I'm coming up with ideas. It's like my creative space almost. So it is. And when like say, and when you don't have that space to either you know de-stress and 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 think or come up with those ideas you really do feel it so then what happens is I'm lying in bed at like 11 12 o'clock and it's just all whirring here in the brain yeah so yes I've made a mental note that even if she's tired it's a case I might have to leave the dog at home and I need to take myself out for a walk take yourself for a walk I love it next for you I mean obviously you're still in this new phase but what's what's coming up this year do you think what are you excited about either personally or professionally and I suppose professionally I'm excited about putting my stamp on the Mm. chamber as it were like I say I've I've known it for I was on like the board for like three years just nearly four years so I I know the chamber really well and I know what I think it can do Mm. and one of my biggest things I'm not gonna lie because with any member organization at the moment it's tough out there and it's making sure that actually what we offer is still very much relevant to what the business community needs 
Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to be going out to the business community in the kind of coming weeks and asking almost for the brutal honesty of what do you currently get from the chamber and what do you want to get from the chamber? Because I really want to work with the people who matter the most, which is they're going to be working with us on this, our members. So I'm really excited as to really what the proposition of the chamber will be come the end of this year. And it might mean that we might just need to make a couple of tweaks yeah. and we're on the right track and it might even need a couple of tweaks or actually it might need, for all I know, a massive overhaul. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, you said there about, you know, what's relevant to the business community. Yeah. Do you think there, there's still a proportion of people who think Chamber of Commerce, you know, boring, old-fashioned, what, what is the Chamber, what can it do for me kind of thing? Do you think those people still exist? I think they do. And and that's absolutely fine. That's, but for me, that's an exciting and positive challenge. Yes. Because then I can get out there and kind of go, boring? I'm the opposite of boring. Actually, what I want to do as a, an organisation, such as a chamber for you, is X, Y and Z. And actually, I do think... To me, it's not a negative thing. That just means that we haven't either got in front of them yet to showcase what the chamber can do for them. Uh, But if it's a case of maybe they don't think the chamber's right for them, but then give them a platform then to say, okay, so you're not interested in currently what we offer. What would make you want to become part of this fantastic community who really supports each other, slaps each other on the back when we're doing a good job, smacks each other around the chops when we haven't (laughs) to get yourself sorted? Why wouldn't you want to? So to me, I think, yes, there's very much that, idea stigma mm-hmm. if you want to kind of call it that because we've been around for you know almost a couple of uh, centuries yeah. that you know we, we we need to be relevant but I say yeah bring it on let me talk to as many people as I can and if we're still not your cup of tea but uh-huh. you've let me have a chat then yeah. fair play to you because we might not be right for you now but in six months or 12 months or two years we might be right for you but yeah let me give the opportunity to to tell people what we can do for you I love that Right, so I think we're definitely definitely have to have you back in six months and see how things are going. Before we wrap up, so we always finish with the last word. So this is where I ask my guests their last something or other. Could be anything. I've picked some things for you, I think, relevant to the love of my life. So what was the last holiday that you went on? Oh, my last holiday was to the Maldives last year. Lovely. yeah it's it's like my home from home if I could live there to be fair I've got the skills like I said I've got a good bit fair whack of waitressing skills in me I could, could quite happily dish out cocktails all the time but yeah it was the Maldives in the middle of last year and it's just paradise it's my idea of paradise yeah, I can just people think it's a boring place to go and I say you're not doing it right <laughs> well do you know when people say oh I want to go here and I make one of it's have loads of things to do I'm like no I'm just happy lying mm-hmm. on my ass on a sun lounger thank you very much it sounded like perfect to me and then the other one what's the was the last meal that you had that you thought mm, this is so amazing oh, oh my gosh what have I had recently and actually it was Sunday evening my husband cooked a steak sandwich for me now I know that might sound really kind of like a steak sandwich but it just how he made it honestly he must have just made it with all the love in the world that he's got for me because it was wow. the most tasty steak sandwich 
And I think it's because he did it for me. Oh, lovely. I hope he listens into this and hears that wonderful compliment. I thought, I should say, I thought I saw you post on Facebook a few weeks ago, a shark victory board. Oh, yeah. I actually took a picture of it and I've saved it because I'm like, I've got to get me one of those. Honestly. But again, as you kind of see, the theme is kind of like meat. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so a steak sandwich my husband made me, but you are right, that charcuterie board. It was just lovely because the lady who I use, who's very local to me, literally delivered it to me. It was already kind of room temperature. The only thing that could have made it better is if she bought a bottle of wine with it. And that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that charcuterie board was lovely. And I'll definitely recommend getting in contact with her because she is brilliant. Lovely. Right. Well, thank you for joining us today on the High Vibe Tribe podcast. So what's the best way for our listeners to connect with you? And we'll put this in the show notes as well. Oh, fabulous. So if anything has resonated with anybody, what I've said today, or they want to get involved either with me in terms of working in in collaboration with anything or wants to get more involved or find out more about the chamber, I am in the usual spots of LinkedIn. Yes. So uh, Sarah Moyes, you can find me on there. By all means, you can find me and my contact details on the Chamber website too. So blackcountrychamber.co.uk. If you go on there, you'll be able to find me. And if if anyone's kind of got any connections who already kind of know me and they want to get to know me, just get in contact with them too. I'm very open with my contacts. And if you think anyone would be worth having a chat to pass on my details so yeah so if anyone knows me who uh, wants to uh, pass on my details and someone comes over to them they can do that as well very accessible and I don't think that's probably a thing that has been top of mind in organizations such as the chamber previously that the CEO would be as accessible to everyone so yeah we'll definitely put all those details in the show notes I am also, I don't go to the opening of an envelope, it probably will sound like it in a minute, but I do try and go and support as many events in the local region um, as well. Just one, because I just find them fascinating because the amount of people are there. So yeah, so even if you don't want to email me or phone me, you'll no doubt see me at a Black Country-based event. Near- Turn up at an event, Gobby Sarah will be there. You can't miss me. You can't miss me. I won't let people miss me. <laughs> Brilliant. So that's it from us today. So I'll be back next week with a new episode. In the meantime, don't forget to keep those vibes high. Thank you for listening to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, Dawn Owen. I'd love to know what your number one takeaway was from this episode. Feel free to screenshot the episode and tag me in on social media. And if you know someone who would enjoy it too, then don't keep it to yourself. Share the vibes. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified as soon as the next episode drops. If you're not already a part of the High Vibe Tribe community over on Facebook, then come and join us there. The link is in the show notes. And I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep those vibes high.